have to quickly give this. Be very mindful what you do. Be very mindful what you do. I know a lot of times we're like, you know what? I'm grown. I do what I do. It's nobody's business. And guess what? That's not true. Yes, you are an adult. I get that. But we say yes to God. That means everything that we used to do, how we wanted to do it, is not the way we do it now. So be very mindful. I know a lot of times we say people are watching. Well, let them watch. Guess what? Yes, they are. And they're going to continue to watch for whatever their reason may be. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is that what we do, that's how we live. It's a lifestyle. There is no two parts to Quenisha, two sets of Quenisha. I am who God says I am at all times. So are you. Because the thing is, we don't want people who have a reason by giving them one to say or do anything that can really hinder us in ministry or even on a job or at home. It don't matter where we are. You don't need to have your own hindrance set before you due to us having that type of attitude. I'm going to do what I want, but our lives are not our own. Let me give you an example. I went to a concert this year and I was like, you know what? God, thank you for letting me go. The thing is, I talk for God. And I went and I looked at very nice when I went. But everything was not how God wanted it to be. You don't go from drinking wine to drinking, you understand, Patron margaritas and say it's God's idea. You don't go from saying, I live unto you, God. Every word that I hear is out of your mouth, but I'm hearing different words from a different place and I'm going to engage in the atmosphere. So while I'm there engaging, it's like that center of attention became a golden calf for me. Come on, listen up, listen up. We can't create our own golden calves. A golden calf is something that you put before God and say that it's okay that he said so. Because the Israelites said it was okay for them to do so. And Aaron looking like, you know, and he helped and watching them do so. People are not going to always tell you and I what they know we should do because they expect us to make a godly decision in all that we do. Because we know better than that. So I'm at this, this concert and I'm not into it like the other women are or the men are because it's like I'm just there for the sound of the songs that I used to, you know, raise my hands in the air like I don't care to. Then I realized they're tearing up their shirts. They're dancing and pretty much humping the stage and women enjoying that. And that's not why I came. But guess what? Two birds of a feather flock together. So it doesn't matter if I'm against it or not. Why am I there? That's like me being at a bachelorette party and I'm a woman of virtue. I have a husband at home who love me, who cherish me, who honor me, who do anything for me. And yet I'm sitting there watching some other man shake himself in my face 
oh, I'm there. I didn't know what was going to happen, honey. I can't make them stop doing. No, you don't have to be there, woman of God. You don't have to be there, man of God. No, you want to be there. We keep making it seem like we're forced to be places that we decided to go. Come on, come on. You understand? You know you on fire when you're cooking and you're washing and you're doing four different things at once. And that's what we all do, right? Because we are not present, just like God, right? See, my strength is my energy. Samson's strength was his hair. So I can't play around with my energy because it's supernatural to cause me to do the things that I do prophetically. See, his strength was in his hair as a Nazarite. Now, I have a blood-bought right and a blood-born right. So it's my responsibility to allow the supernatural to have the God in me be at multiple places doing multiple things at one time. There goes the God in me. So someone who saw me there, saw me at church in the bathroom, and she said, hey, girl, hey, I saw you last night, girl. Why are we whispering? Oh, you okay with me at the concert? Yes, I'm fine. If I have to whisper, I shouldn't have been there. But that was a way of covering up. No, you're not going to make it seem like I was being sneaky, but the whole time I shouldn't have been there, and I knew that. I knew that. Because who I went with wasn't feeling good. And it was like, you know what? I, I'm trying to have a good time because I bought me and that person a ticket. So we both can have fun. As all some women normally do. And this person wasn't having no fun at all. There was nothing but God saying, get up out of here. Didn't even go and see what I paid to see. Because the last piece of the concert, I left before. And I was like, man. You sure you're not feeling well? We got to go? Then I said, no, 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 no. We are not going to be selfish, Quenisha. Forget the money. There's no money in the world to pay for this person sitting looking so miserable. Let's get up out of here. And there was nothing but God right there sitting beside me in that person. I'm ready to go, Quenisha. I didn't want to come here, Quenisha. I am bored, Quenisha. This is not what I do, Quenisha. This is not who you are, Quenisha. Look at the atmosphere, Quenisha. I'm not being praised, Quenisha. I'm not, no one's giving me no thanks. I'm not being exalted. I'm not being glorified in this place, Quenisha. There is another God here, Quenisha, that everybody is throwing themselves on and worshiping in front of me, Quenisha. Now, you know what I have done to the Israelites. You know what I've done for them out of Egypt, Quenisha. You're not even in Egypt no more. And look at you now, Quenisha. Get yourself up out of this place, Quenisha, so I can get up out of here with you, Quenisha. And I got up out of there. And I felt so bad. I felt so bad. I was supposed to feel convicted. It doesn't matter if someone looking to see if you're going to a liquor store or look and see if you're going on some type of dating site or somebody looking to see who you're going to date online or somebody looking to see who you're going to call on the phone or do this or do that with. No, it ain't about looking to see any of that type of, you know, physical sinful nature, sin is sin, because anybody who's looking for you to make an opportunity to fall, they already made a mistake in the first place just wanting you to mess up. So they messed up by wanting you to. You understand? But you have to be mindful how you and I conduct ourselves. 
See, the thing is, if we live in two different ways, both ways going to show regardless. Because I'm going to be living this way this day. I'm going to live this way that day. And it's going to look like a double life. It's going to look like I'm one person living two different ways. And that's how it was for me. So what I would do is I would go to the place that's farther away. So, so much further away, so far away. And I don't want no one to see whatever I was doing at the time. But God will always send someone with me to see me do something I know I shouldn't have done. That's God saying, you can run, but you cannot hide from your calling. Why are you running, Quenisha? You understand? This is where we be challenged and have warfare in areas where we don't need warfare in and don't even have to have warfare in. We complicate with simple. And that is when it comes to anything that we want to change, we have to know that we are that what we trying to receive first. See, we are who we looking for. And we're not even aware that we're looking for ourselves. See, I am the change because who I am is already inside of me. I just have to tap into who I am by self-edification, self-evaluation, and stop looking at how all of you living and start looking within myself for real, for real. Come on. So that's what I begin to do. Go before God and God will have me to testify unto all of you. And people saying all the time, look at your growth. It reminds me of Pastor Sarah Jake Roberts. When she had made a mistake and people seem to know all about the mistakes more than the things that you don't make mistakes in. But all of a sudden, there goes her father with this powerful series and releasing the anointing of her life, the covering of her life by saying, woman, thou art loosed. Come on. Come on. So I begin to receive that myself. Quenisha, you have been lost. Because your weakness may not be drinking, may not be clubbing, may not be lying, may not be cheating, neither mind. But it may be in other areas that are very deceptive, such as manipulation, disrespect, taunting, gossip. See, you might not even touch a cigarette ever in your life, but you don't know how to control your temper. See, people rather be around people who have a great heart and have a weakness or getting delivered from something else versus someone who just never done any earthly addiction or any type of habit of the world and have the nastiest soul. You understand? People don't want to be around nasty. People don't want to be around anger. People don't want, because those spirits jump. Now I'm angry. Now I'm gossiping. Come on, someone. How that look? People tell you what you shouldn't be doing, but they are doing what they shouldn't be doing by telling you. Woo! See, get the speck out of our eyes. Get them out, get them out, get them out, get them out. You understand? So know that you are being watched. 
and know that you are here for God and you honor what God called you to do so much that you won't do nothing to hinder you being called. Because if, if I'm on a job and I call out, I'm not feeling well, <laughs> and I post up that I'm at the beach and my coworkers see it and tell my supervisor and they write me up or fire me and God placed me there on the job to release him. But out of, you know, out of all the days that I've been serving and doing good on the job, that one day I decided to be deceptive because I'm in deception and I get persecuted and now I'm out of a job. Now, how can God be exalted? Because that person is over me and they have the power to let me go. So let me watch what I do and let go of the attitude. Oh, I'm so grown because when we're under somebody else's leadership, someone else's company, someone else's establishment, I don't care what house you in. If you're not your own realtor, build it up from the ground yourself. There is somebody over you and all that you do. So watch what you do because whoever is over you can be a person to stop you from doing what God has called you to do. And no one can stop God. But if you hinder you, then you're allowing yourself not for him to have access to you for him to bring you through and hit you everything that he says belongs to you. You understand? So be mindful of what you do. Be mindful of what I do. Because there are a lot of spiritual paparazzis. Not even aware the camera is pointing right at them. But you focus on and I focus on that we just continue to do what we need to do with our walk with God. There are no people that I hang this way with and then this people I act like this with. No, I have to be the same in all that I do. I cannot allow people who don't walk like God to get me out of my position from walking like God. Because that's why I said yes to God, because I don't want the ways that I had before that said no to God. So I have to know, it ain't even about no being in church, not even about no having no title, it ain't even about any of that. It's about having your right, your heart right before God. For real, for real. Because I can sit around any of you in any sanctuary around this whole planet and still be nasty and still be religious and still be rude. Come on. And I could be a person at a liquor store that just give a cheerful heart to everybody, but I'm just having a, you know, challenge of alcohol abuse. Or it could be any type of drug abuse, physical abuse. It doesn't matter. A challenge is a challenge. A stronghold is a stronghold. And the purpose of a stronghold is to hold you down strong (laughs) or to strongly hold you down. Simple as that. A lot of times we feel like I don't have to answer to you. The thing is, we are humbling ourselves to allow God to be exalted. So when it comes to the word honor, we think about on high. But Christ, he had himself to come low that all of us be on high. He came the worst so we could become better. Everything that he carried He felt, but didn't operate in it. And you could tell he felt it because he said, Abba, Abba, Athanani, beyond me. Why have you forsaken me? 
he felt the separation because that's what sin did. That was the first time and the last time. Hallelujah. Simple as that. I notice when you're calm, I'm calm, everything else be calm. But if I'm, you know, chaotic, everything going to seem chaotic. If I'm panicking, everything is going to be, you know, looking like it's out of control. So we have to learn how to stay calm and be mindful what you do. Because if I'm a person, see, that's what God eliminated out of my life. If there's anybody who do not accept my walk with God, then they cannot accept who I am as a woman of God. And I realized it left me with nobody on my end. <laughs> and I'm not saying nobody. I have family and everybody. Don't get me wrong. I mean, my homegirls, who I thought was my homegirls. We're not ready for that lifestyle. Now, you can chill with us and still worship God. No, I can't. There's two different types of atmosphere. I can't. Yeah, we grew up together. Yeah, we became spit sisters. Eight years old. Yes, I get it. Blood sisters we have done. I get it. We were in our own positive gang. We were called the Diamond Dolls. And we all had bandanas around our necks. The Diamond Dolls. Not dogs. Dolls. And we were representing. Being nice and helping out people. We just, we just, you know, was a crew that just claimed Southwest. OPC. That was our crew. Some was from Foster, some from Elmire, some to Danbury, some GP, Galveston Place, some Galveston Street. But I was old punk. I was OPC. So we'd go to the house parties and we just represent Southwest. We were the Diamond Dolls. And I realized this is, we grew up friends. Very tight. And then people start bringing other people in. So that's cool. These are your friends of my friends. Okay, we all friends. But sometimes people bring people in like, who is this? Oh, this is one of my girlfriends from work. Oh, oh, keep her over there. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. There's always somebody just to sit there and just observe. Oh, we don't need one of them. Come on now. You going to engage or what? I mean, you're just sitting here. I mean, you know. I wasn't so big on somebody thinking they were better. So you got to go. You think you look better? Go. You think you act better? Go. Think you know everything? Get out of here. Don't need you with us. That's how it was for me. And I realized this time, I, this time around, I was serious about my walk. No, I cannot sit around and watch y'all drink. No, I cannot sit around and watch y'all smoke and then get up and go to church. I can't do that. That's not cool. I can't do that. And I'm daggone sure I'm going to keep going back and forth. And y'all, you sure you good? Okay, all right. I mean, hey, you know, God know your heart, you know. All right, pass it over here. No more of that. Definitely not doing that. So I just, you know, was living my life 
And, you know, still keeping in touch. But that's, next thing I know, it was no more phone calls on both ends. It wasn't like, you know, oh, you don't call me no more. You don't call me no more. It just like, it just vanished away. Because some people feel like, you know what? I don't want the lifestyle that you saying God want you to live. That's not what I want to do, Q, Nene, Quenisha. That's not what I want. I don't want to go to church all the time. I want to go on Easter, okay, and Christmas. Or when I want something or when I feel like it. I don't want to go. I don't want no commitment with that right now. I don't want to be committed to God right now. That's what it sounds like. I want to be committed to the world right now. Because it's only God's way or Satan's way. <laughs> it's only heaven's way or an earthly way. <laughs> so they begin to vanish away. And I was like, okay. And someone said to me, you rather have God place people in your life who's about the same things you are about in life than have people in your life who don't even honor the God that you serve. God is not going to have us around people who don't honor him. He's not going to have us around people who don't serve him because that can have you to fall into temptation to stop serving him. And the devil knows what pinpoints to push. He knows what buttons to push. He knows what temptation to bring. And once he sees that you saying no and you sticking to it, he has to flee. I did not go on that cruise. Even though I could have sat there with my Bible, but that's not that's not what was said and that was not being presented to me. No, we're going to party and we're going to twist up and we're going to get wasted, girl. Even on, one, I can't mention who it is, but on a person that I know very well on their yacht. Come on my yacht. We're going out. And, and this is how the devil set it up. You don't have to pay for nothing. You're good. Just come on. Nah. Can't. I don't want to. I'm not going to ever say, oh, I'm forced not to. No, God never forced. That's why Christ said, I never told you to do anything. In other words, I didn't force you to say or do or go anywhere. You say yes to me. You surrender to me. And he's right. I did. So be mindful what you do. Because God is not out to be made a liar or fooled out of. But that's why people don't want to come to God because we keep doing things like that. Oh, you supposed to be with God and you talk like that? Oh, you walking with God and you in a club like that? And guess what? We be like, stop judging. But things they're not judging. They just call it for what it is. And it's the truth. They're telling the truth to shame the devil who's trying to deceive us. But because we want to do it, we get upset when people call us out for what they know we shouldn't be doing. I know I shouldn't be doing that. So in other words, we're like, just shut up and let me do it. Might ask for your opinion? No. We need to hear it so we can stop it. We have to stop it. We have to stop it. We have to stop it. God say, check your food. I got an apple pie in the oven and I haven't eaten. I'm, you know, I don't talk about a fast, but I'm really on one. And guess what? I'll be giving messages to people about that as well. You know, be careful about that. 
Because sometimes we want too fast, but really want to lose weight. So you want a diet. Well, you can't fast for no diet, okay? And that's how you know you're dieting and not fasting because you're not receiving no impartation. No, you understand? Not even becoming more synchronized to what you want to, you know, receive through the fast. No spiritual awakening or anything. It's like I'm still the same, but I'm still fasting. So I'm not fasting. I'm actually dieting. There's no spiritual, you understand, no growth. There is no change. See, the fast and a fast and two fast is not to ask God to do what he already given us a right to. No, a fast is that I become more spiritually disciplined and more aware of who I am as a child of God that already know what I have a right to. So I begin to speak like God speaks and I speak asking him to. That's what a fast. And I don't mind talking about why I'm fasting. I don't care. It's okay. We're supposed to live fasting and pray. My fast is that Christ just really take the top off. And I mean off the entire kingdom. Not talking about no limit. No, there are no limits. I mean just blow the roof off. Because Christ said what God said, and he said, eyes have never seen, nor ears have heard or entered to the heart what I prepared for those who love me. And I've given him my life. I'm open to him. He's available. I'm surrendered. And I love you as I love myself. And I'm doing what he asked me to do. So I love him because I'm obedient. To love God is to obey God. So he's talking to me and you. Because you do the same. So I'm like, okay, God, what my eyes have never seen, what you have prepared for me, my ears never heard. Being as Jesus is regarding that same matter, allowing me to allow Christ to be as we read. And that's our lifestyles as we continue on in the journey. Being more spiritually disciplined. In the area of being fruitful and not have to push past or have to, you understand, feel like it's such, you know, a challenge to do. See, fasting to have the joy be set before me. So when it comes to anything that I do, already see the joy of me already getting it done before I do. That's why I'm fasting. See, I'm not dieting because if I was dieting, you wouldn't even hear a difference or see a difference. There's no purpose of fasting and I'm still nasty. You might as well go ahead and eat. I'm trying to tell you because it's not what goes in or, you know, it's what comes out the mouth. So back to what Holy Spirit had me to say, watch what you do. And how you watch what you do by just being you. Just be you. Be who you are at all times. 
Be who you are at all times. Because even our conversations change around certain people. I can't be around you and say, you know, I'm talking good to you and godly to you. And then when I get around my crew crew, I start talking about you. You understand? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I can't live like that. See, one thing I noticed that I didn't like is that when I gossiped, when I was gossiping, I didn't like that. Because it didn't feel good. Because I wasn't talking good. So those words and those feelings wasn't coming from a good place. I don't care how true it was or what was being done and said. I don't have to stoop to that level and talk about it on the level of the problem. And then carrying Christ on the inside of me, the hope of glory, he already witnessing. I can't live like that. And I'm not living like that. I'm not going out like that. I made up my mind. I'm going out just like Christ. I'm going out just like him. I mean, if I'm that significant to God. Oh, God. Okay. I'm that significant to God. That he still kept me. Still bless me. Still here with me. Still love me. Why would I not want to receive all that he has due to his love for me? And all I do is to give him back in return his love he first loved me with by being obedient to a life that I always wanted anyway? We don't fail with him. It's not boring with him. It's not boring with him. Somebody said to me that they are a very sweet person and they're on a job and it takes a lot to get them upset. And they said one day they got there, that person kept nick, 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 and they got they they went there, they took them there. And God said, go on Facebook. And as soon as they went on Facebook, it says uh, uh, upload or whatever it gives you. When someone put something on, a status or a reel or a story, and it was my name, and she clicked it. And she said, immediately, girl, I am so glad God told me to do that because I could have lost my job. I could have lost my job, and I just got promoted. Some people want us to quit. Some people want us to walk off the job or even call out. Some want us to be exposed doing what we shouldn't do. That's nothing but the devil. So why give him what he want? He can't have you. So watch what you do. Because I realize people will watch and people will say what they see. So let them see how much you love God and have that to be the only thing that they can see. 
Because even though you guys didn't know in my past, I was going to the clubs. I still knew that I was deceiving myself and trying to deceive y'all. And I couldn't do no good with that because if I'm not in church, where else can I be? It's not about keep talking about all the things that we need to change and all the mistakes that we make. No, this is not that message. This message is be you wherever you are. Don't ever, you know, give your life to God. Same goes for me. And then try to take it back just by a matter of doing something that we don't even really want to do. That's why we came to God and say we surrender to the ways that we used to do things. So why take back that, that oath that we made and go and do what we know we don't want to? And allow people to influence us who don't have a relationship with them. Guess what? Our relationship going to prepare a way and pave the way for them to have one. That's why people act so stubborn because they don't want to crack. They don't want to surrender. They want to see if we can keep them feeling comfortable where they are. But when they feel like, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I'm being stretched. I'm being poured. Then there goes their deliverance. A lot of times we telling our own friends, you all right, go ahead. You know, pretty much that's what we're saying. You all right, you could do that. No, you can't. Now, I'm not saying go and tell your friends what they shouldn't do. But go to God about your friends as to what to do. And he knows how to meet everybody where they are. Because he may give you a word that they waiting to hear. Your friend might be so tired of trying to compare with you. May be so tired of trying to look like they live a certain way and they don't. Everybody got to have this kind of car. Everybody got to be on this type of trip. Everybody got to lose this amount of weight. It's for us to look like we doing something, but everybody not talking about how we feel inside about everyday life. I don't want to look at lifetime. I want to talk about my life. To have the time of my life and not watch lifetime. Why would I want to watch somebody else in obsession and lies and deception? No, I want the time of my life as a lifetime. So I'm not rocking like that. I don't care. I would take the waiting on God for whatever, Alex. Then to look like what I don't feel on the inside and not going to tell y'all, but y'all my homegirls or my homeboys. But I can't tell you I'm confused or can't tell you I'm lonely or can't tell you my kids get on my nerves or can't tell you I'm stressed out or can't tell you I don't love myself, I don't like myself, I don't even know how I look, I don't even like nothing about what I'm doing. We're not friends if we're not telling the truth about what's going on with it. God will not have us surround ourselves with people that is not beneficial to what we want in life from God. 
He's not going to say curry nobody. He's not going to say, you know, disrespect. He's not. We give it over to him. You're going to see the glory side of everything. And you're going to look up and see who really is there and who really wants to be there and who don't. You're going to see the truth for what it is. Who going to really stick around then? I got girlfriends that I... Even family. Straight out of the womb. But if you don't honor the lifestyle that God has for me, you don't honor the one who's given it to me. So why am I honoring you when you don't honor the one that I love with all my heart, soul, mind, soul, spirit, and body? He didn't say love you as myself and then love him with all my heart. No, I love him because the love comes from him because he is that for me. So am I willing to allow God to take away what I don't need in my life to receive multiplication in the first place? Am I allowing him to have things be taken away just for things to be added so they can multiply in my life and not be divided? How about that? Ooh, okay, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit said, you go, girl. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Holy Spirit, you're so funny. Man, you go, girl. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I'm done with that. I'm done with that. If we had a radar for who is and who's not, and it's not to go around and say what is and what's not, how about we just deal with us by allowing God to show himself in and through us? And that's how we discover who we are. How about that? How about we just stay right there? God said, check your apple pie. Check that apple pie, woman. Okay. Oh, God. Check that apple pie, girl. Oh, God. Okay, God. Okay. All right. It's done. Okay. Let me get something. That's what I got to get myself for Christmas. The mittens, you know, kitchen mittens. Could you just stop playing and get some kitchen mittens? And stop using rags. Oh, God. Am I telling on myself? Oh, it's, it's almost. I want a little bit more. Get that, Father, please. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this will be so. Oh, God. Jesus. Let me go back in here and get this word. <laughs> yeah. God, you're going to have me in there in front of some pie. They're going to say, go ahead and finish. Now, stand to your feet. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> God. But no, seriously. Is that. Before I get off of here, <laughs> yeah, before I get off of here, um, let me just say this. Your walk is true. Your decision you make every day is true. To continue to live for God, that's true. Don't come so far in truth and then get caught in a lie. Because it's not easy to bounce back from that. There are people who are waiting to expose you. There are some people that, you know, we really have to lift up and pray 
even regarding me because I can see a lot of demons all the time and how they get in people and how they look. You ever see somebody who look angry at you just because you're there and then when you look at them, they smile like they don't want you to see? That is a demon. There are demons for every negative thing. Every negative word, there's a demon and there's an angel for every positive word. And every time I come around, like people say to me, like I went to the dance party, people say to me, when you come, demons flee, girl. That was a very nice party with the dancers. We had a great time. First party I've been to all year. My choice. And I thank God I chose to go. But it's true what they say. When I step in the room, demons flee. Because they know I'm going to call them out. I don't call you all out. I call the demons out. Who's trying to come on the inside of you. Because I can see them. I can see them. I can see them. And they look so disgusting. And they try to disguise themselves. Try to disguise themselves on things that we really like to do. That's a demon to force anything upon you that you don't really want to do anymore of. That's a demon. Hallelujah. So be mindful because there's always somebody over us. And you don't want no one over you to tell you that you can't do because they seen you. And where would that put you? Being a vessel on a job to glorify God or in ministry or in a community, it wouldn't look right. I told y'all I'm fasting. That's my stomach. Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> That's why I said as I'm closing out, yeah, my stomach about to go off. Mm-hmm. But guess what? My stomach going to have to wait. Go out to wait. The fast was supposed to be over at 12. It doesn't matter. Go out the way. Simple as that. So, that's another reason why I'm fasting. To be more disciplined. I love discipline. I never even thought I would say that. Don't tell my mother I say that. <laughs> I love discipline. I love to be disciplined. And I notice working with young children, they love it too. When you tell them what they can and cannot do, no, what you're going to do is sit down and you're going to enjoy this and this, or you could get up and do this, but you're not going to do something that's just terrible. You're not going to do that. You're not going to be hitting. You're not going to be biting. Oh, you're not going to run up out of here. And they love discipline because it brings structure. It brings structure, guys. I told God today, I'm giving myself a break today. And tomorrow, I will continue on. Because everything I need to do is due Friday. I had a party yesterday. And I'm hosting, with the help of two others, a party on Thursday. And it's a pajama karaoke party. It's going to be amazing. And just allow God to be God. 
just have fun and just let things, sometimes you got to let things happen and not just plan it word for word. Like we got the basics. We got the food. We got the, you know, we got the mic and the speaker. We got the music. We got people. We know how to make it happen for a couple of hours. You understand? I do things that you just enjoy being there, then coming to bring something there. That's the kind of events I like to have. I love, and I thank God for me getting to that place where I just plan an entire event and you all just show up. Like I have, like for this, this is our what? Christmas time? Winter Wonderland? Oh my God. Just have a beautiful, oh my goodness, a function that's just, oh my goodness, you got the ice sculptures. Oh my goodness, all kinds of fountains and lights and, oh, music. Oh my goodness. Just come and enjoy. I love to hear people say, oh, wow, whoa, oh God. <laughs> that's what I love. And when God called me off my job, it almost destroyed me because I felt like I couldn't do that anymore. But the thing is, I was doing it the wrong way. You don't say, ooh, to no liquor store. You don't say, ooh, to no casino. No, ooh, to no blunts, no cigarettes. You don't say, ooh, to no spades for shots. You bump, drink. Sometimes I get there with a bump on purpose just so I can get a bump. <laughs> I bump with a cop. <laughs> I'm telling you. And I thank God. No more of that for me. Sometimes you can hear people just bring up what you used to do. Psst, that's over. What's next? Next? Nothing. Exactly. Come on. I'm on a job. I came late one time out of five years. You always, you always late. What? <laughs> Next. That's the only thing you get to talk about me being late that one time. Come on, so one. We have to stop doing that. So watch what you do. Because it's not worth you being told you can't do what you know you love to do. Because someone over you seeing what you shouldn't do. Listen to that. Because people are waiting for an opportunity that are around you to tell you they don't no longer need you to do this because you misrepresenting God or representing a company or representing misrepresenting, excuse me, family. It could be anything. You don't want that. Because we're doing everything unto God. So if I'm the cause of me not being able to represent God, then that's my fault. <laughs> I'm getting all kinds of messages. Oh, goodness. So I have to close out. So, Father, I thank you so much for everything.
Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thank God for everything, guys. I'm serious. Just receive what God is doing. Receive what God is doing. You know, I just I just want to just close this out by saying I feel good not to, not to be phony with you guys. I feel good that I'm really doing this. I'm not saying I'm in church and I'm walking with God and I don't backslid and say, okay, I'm going to give myself another chance. Okay, forgive me, God. And God's not going to say, hey, y'all, guess what, guess what Kunisha did yesterday? He don't, moko, moko, He's the best friend in the world. And then he say, how can he be a friend? You can't even see him. You can see. You can hear. You can understand. I got to go get my clothes. Thank you, God. My clothes don't stop. Oh, God. Cause sit there and watch us make a mistake, and we repent. And okay, come on, let's go. God, God tapped my shoulder in a dream, and I couldn't turn my head to see what he actually looked like. Mm, he looked like all of us in one, every culture in one. What does that look like? Now I seen Christ. Oh wow. I was like amazed. I would never thought. Let me tell you guys something. I'm all, I'm, I'm just like everywhere. Listen, please. Christ. I'm telling you, he, um, this is how he lived when he was here. They had a, they had like four floors in their home, first of all, because he built everything. He built floors. He, he built different floors, levels. He was, I saw the kitchen. He was cooking in the kitchen and Mary, you know, his mother here and her friends were just sitting there, you know, by the window. It wasn't no TV. It wasn't no TV. Now, he could have had a TV there because, you know, we catch it up to what's already been in the kingdom. But I don't think it was. No, it wasn't no TV. They were just sitting by the window talking, laughing. And Christ just kept hosting them like, here, mom, here goes some more of this. And here goes some more drinks. And they're like, Jesus, we can do it ourselves. Sit down. He's like, no, you guys have fun. I got it. I was like, whoa. You were living like that. And then they could see like he was just, you know, the Bible, it can't just give everything, you know, in one book. It just gives, you know, the importance of his ministry of he going out and out. He spent a lot of time just as much outside the house and the house, chilling, kicking back. He would go all the way down to the fourth floor, which is the basement of the basement. And this small crack where it's dark at, where you would see like spider webs and he would go in there and pray. Yeah. Okay. He went and pray in places like that. He would go at night in the woods and pray. There was no fear in him. Whoa. It's like, Jesus, you all the way up here, but we're in your image. Am I going to ever be aware of being just like you? Exactly. That's also why I'm fasting. Come on. I'm not going to the woods at night. <laughs> you know, you did 40 days and 40 nights of fasting. He said you did too, but you didn't do day and night. Okay. I know you're proud of me. I get it. He said, I remember you didn't do one day. I know. I remember that day. I was like, every time I said, I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it today. And that day come, Jesus. I mean, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> and you know what helped me to start my fast? is when I said, no, when Jesus said, Quenisha, I'll do it with you. I said, you'll be willing to do a fast with me, Jesus. I'll do a fast with you. 
And he's such a show off. Sundown, I'm eating. He's like, I'm still going. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I love you, Jesus, so much. Thank you for never giving up on me. Thank you for not exposing me when I was doing things that was terrible. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I was a female that looked very pretty, but not pretty. I was like one of the fellas in a dress. That's how I was. I was like very beautiful, very like what's that movie? Uh, Loving Basketball. I was like Sanaya in that movie. Like I can look girly and beautiful, but it was like I wasn't no tomboy, but I can I could chill with the fellas. That's not a good example. I was like Queen Latifah in that movie Just Right with Common. I could, you know, sit back and kick and chill with the fellas. And I dressed like a girl, but I'd be like one of the fellas. And the guys was like, damn, you one of us. Yeah, I was like one of them. But I was a female and I looked like one. And I act like one. <laughs> you understand? That's how it was for me. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I thank God for that. Mm. Hallelujah. It's my little cousin's birthday. Let me tell her happy birthday. I never even met her. I will. I will. She's seven years old. That's why I say God is doing amazing things. He's doing amazing things. Hallelujah. I want to say thank you guys for everything. I'm about to go. I got some jerk chicken, zucchini and rice. And I got apple pie in the oven. Yeah, I'm showing off today. I'm excited for my son to get home. You know, I'm going to fix his hair and, you know, and. We can, um, I might just want us to eat dinner and watch a movie. We'll see. We'll see. I just love being a better mother. You know, um, I noticed that we can say this all day and night, how much we'll be a perfect parent. But sometimes you feel like your kid can get on your nerves, even if they don't even do nothing. Just by being there, <laughs> move, <laughs> get out my face, <laughs> get out my space. But you're not going to say that. It's it's a different type of grace if us, you know, for us as parents, because it's like, you know what? I don't want to be bothered. No. Are you OK with that? But you're not going to say that to your kid. There are plenty of times my son is way home. You going, you coming home today? He's an angel. I'm like, you come on, because I want to just, you know. It's different from not being a parent to becoming one. Two different lifestyles. <laughs> you understand? And let me tell you what God showed me about my upcoming lifestyle change. I just saw a lot of kids shoes 
by the door with socks just thrown in a pile. And I was, and they ran up the steps. And I'm like, hold on. All their shoe sizes look, you know, similar. Like they're not far apart, like size six and size nine. No, these kids are coming close, <laughs> like year by year. Their shoe sizes all look the same. I see boys' shoes and girls' shoes. Father, what did you do to my life? <laughs> you understand? And it's like the door, and then there goes the steps. So they must take their shoes off when they go up the steps because that's not something I'm big on. I don't care about that. You know, I'm not going to get carpet to the point where no one can, you know, walk around. I mean, come on. Why would I get all white furniture if I want you to sit down? <laughs> so I'm not doing that to myself. You understand? I just don't get that. I have one room just for show. Oh, no. We go everywhere up in this place. <laughs> you understand me? So, you know, they just, that's something that they do. They took, I see the future. They took their shoes off and their socks. But the thing is that I did not like, they were just thrown on the floor like that by the door. Hold on. These shoes better be lined up right. And why the socks all over the floor? Oh, no. Oh, these kids tripping. <laughs> these kids tripping. And I saw the energy. They threw them down and they ran upstairs to go play with each other. So one thing I do love about the, the uh, prophecy that's coming to pass is that they play well together. They get along very well. Now that I really love. Did I see how busy they, not busy, but how active they are. How much energy they have. Psh, hint, hint. <laughs> Where they get it from? <laughs> and they just zoomed up the steps and just start playing with each other. He took their shoes off and just, hold on, we got we to gotta get that straight though, right there. I declare the decree right now, there will be no shoes thrown by the door and one big pile or no socks just thrown off. That is not going to happen. I'm not having that. No. <laughs> and God showed me that. They just threw their stuff by the door and just ran up the steps and played. Hold on. Uh-uh, come and get these things. Uh-uh-huh. No, 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 no. I don't live like that. We're not doing that. You're going to put them line by line, however it's going to be, or take them upstairs or something. I don't know, but it ain't going to be that. And I seen that. <laughs> I seen that. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. You understand? God said, now get your pie. Okay. Now I got to get my clothes and my pie. <laughs> so let me go do all that. I love you guys. Greatest he was in us. The he's in the world. Be you wherever you are. I love you.